0: Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California.
1: The Senate ignored the president on oil subsidies. Today, the House did its own thing on the budget. And as the CEO paid a visit, what it's really like inside Apple factories in China. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace.
0: Marketplace is supported by Allianz, providing investment, insurance, and retirement solutions through its affiliated companies in the U.S. since 1896. AllianzUSA.com. And by Reputation.com, offering patented protection for the online reputations of professionals and businesses, now including reputation assessments. Learn more at Reputation.com.
1: From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. It's a Thursday. This one's the 29th of March. Good as always to have you here. I read a blog post yesterday that pointed out the federal government could have bought the Los Angeles Dodgers for about half of what it gives to the oil industry in subsidies every year. $2 billion was the sale price for the Dodgers. Not that Washington ought to buy the club, but it was a pretty good comparison. All the same, I thought. President Obama ventured down the slippery slope of oil subsidies. Today, not for the first time, he asked Congress to get rid of them. The Senate later, also not for the first time, ignored him. They rejected a bill that would have repealed billions in tax breaks for big oil. Nobody actually thought it was going to pass, but is there harm in wondering what would happen if it had From the Marketplace Sustainability Desk, Sarah Gardner reports.
2: If you ask the oil industry to imagine a future without oil subsidies, here's what they see. It would have hampered job creation. It would have increased our imports. It would have damaged the retirement security of millions of Americans. And it could raise gas prices to boot, insists Rayola Dewar at the American Petroleum Institute. But oil analysts we talked to said ending subsidies would have little, if any, effect at the gas pump. Other sky-is-falling sort of predictions from the industry were taken with a grain of salt as well. Energy expert Phil Verlager says the industry's $2 billion a year in tax breaks is a drop in the bucket, considering it raked in over $130 billion in profits last year. Margins right now in the oil business are very high. And so I can't believe there will be any reduction in investment expenditures at all. But analyst Kevin Book at Clearview Energy Partners says long term that $2 billion in subsidies is factored into these companies' stock prices, and management would have to make it up to shareholders somehow.
3: Mostly that means they're going to make new investments somewhere else, but it also implies that they might be cutting some of their investments here. They're multinationals. They don't have to invest here, but go where the best return for shareholders is.
2: Book suspects some Republicans in Congress want to end oil subsidies, but they're waiting until the end of the year when they could trade their votes for an even bigger prize, extending the 2001 and 2003 Bush tax cuts. I'm Sarah Gardner for Marketplace.
1: There was lots of politicking in Washington today. Oil in the Senate, as Sarah was telling us, the budget over in the House. Today, Republicans passed the budget plan written by GOP Congressman Paul Ryan the one Ryan calls the path to prosperity budget. It cuts food stamps and transportation. A whole lot in between. It revamps Medicare and the tax code and, would Republicans say, balance the federal budget by 2040. Others say there are things that would get us there faster. As Marketplace's David Gurr reports now from Washington. Paul
3: Ryan kicked things off today in an auditorium downtown. Happy Budget Day, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. And up on Capitol Hill, Speaker of the House John Boehner rallied his troops. We have a $1.3 trillion budget deficit. Uh, and we ought to be looking for ways to reduce spending and solve our deficit spending problem. Maya McGuinness heads the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. She gives Ryan credit for trying to balance the budget by 2040, but she says his plan has some serious problems.
0: The fact that it's lopsided and all spending cuts, just means that it's not a serious budget.
3: It would cut $5.3 trillion over the next decade, but there are some glaring omissions.
0: This is a budget that doesn't do anything on taxes and doesn't do anything on defense.
3: She says if Congress raised taxes and cut defense spending, we could balance the budget faster. This morning, Ryan answered critics who wonder why his budget gives the Pentagon more money than it's asked for. We don't think the generals are giving us their true advice. We don't think the generals believe that their budget is really the right budget. Alison Frazier is with the Heritage Foundation, and she says Congress has a duty to keep government small and to protect what she calls its core...